Hello and welcome back to another year of the 4141 podcast. I'm your co-host, Bennett Broadus, and I'm joined here with a new member of the 4141, Kellen Spa. How are you doing today, Kellen? I'm doing great. How are you? It is a pleasure to be added to the 4141. I'm very excited to be here. It's good to have you here, Kellen. Now, for those who don't know our listeners, Kellen is not a one-sport athlete, not a two-sport athlete, but a three-sport athlete here at Green Hill. Kellen plays volleyball, soccer, and lacrosse, and actually is so good at lacrosse, he's getting some D1 looks. Kellen, can you let us know any of those schools that you're it's looking calm, at? Confidential at the moment, confidential okay, at the moment. Okay, well, we're not going to get an inside scoop just yet. We'll have further updates on that later in the year, um, but we're excited to have Kellen on the show. Obviously, Davis last year was our host, but we got just as good as a host here, if not better, no offense to Davis, uh, coming up here. So we're excited to have a good show, and for now, roll the intro. So, Kellen today, obviously, Friday football game. I'm wearing my jersey. Everyone's got jerseys on. Cheerleaders got their outfits on. What are you excited for today? I'm excited for the very first home football game. I think it's going to be really exciting. Student section is going all neon for tonight. And I think it should be a super strong game and a super strong first home game. So, obviously, I've always been on the field. Tell me one thing you like about the student section and one thing that you'll miss when you end up going to play, obviously, lacrosse somewhere. Well... It's just the Green Hill community, and everybody's there. Everybody's excited for the football team, regardless of the outcome. It's just a big community thing that everybody comes together. All the upper schoolers get to stand on the left side of the, of the stands, and everybody just gets to cheer as loud as they want to and support our Hornets on the field. So, obviously, I've been, you know, on the field playing. Um, so, what is the craziest thing you've seen, like, in terms of noise making? Like, have you seen pots and pans, noise shakers? I think it was two years ago, uh, a friend of mine, Dennis, he had a frying pan and a spatula. And the student section was so loud, he was hitting the spatula on the frying pan so many times that the frying pan actually snapped in half. It was actually ridiculous. But it was a crazy game nonetheless, and we were actually able to pull out a win. It was a great time. So obviously, I'm going to be on the field today. But what do you have in store? If you can let us know for today. You know, I got I got a really n- on the field in, up in the stands. You know, I'm gonna have I got a really nice neon fit plan. I think it's gonna be a really bright. And then I'm gonna come out with the old OG coins in the jar i think it makes for a lot of noise along with two confetti cans get confettis on those either big first downs big plays or if we can get a touchdown in there so obviously the green hill football team hasn't been there hasn't been much to write home about in the last three years um obviously we've had some some dodgy offenses some defense maybe gave up the big play too much um but what do you think what are you looking forward to for this season at least um, looking forward to maybe building a new culture or having a different team this year? Well, one thing I'm looking forward to is I personally, uh, well, you and I as seniors, I have a lot of my friends on the football team. So I know especially we weren't really able to have fans in the stands for the last for the last part of the year and then all of last season. So I think everybody's bringing a different energy. Friday Night Football is finally back to the brink. So everyone's excited. And I think it will be just a great energy and a great vibe tonight. Yeah, and St. John's, I mean, from the perspective of me being on the team, St. John's is definitely one of those teams where you look at them on film and you can say, I can beat this team. You can say, 
this team has some areas where Greenhill can exploit. Greenhill can get their playmakers, Broderick Houston, Winston Black, Jack Reed, Gideon Myers, other shifty receivers like that involved. Um, and maybe uh, score a couple points, hold them a couple times on defense, and maybe walk out of the brink with a W for their fans. I don't know. I'm very excited. Um, defensively, it's going to be a battle. They ran the time. They ran the ball 42 times last game, which Ooh. is something you don't see a lot in the high school level. But um, I'm, I am really excited tonight. But there, another team that has been tearing it up for years is cross country. Um, I know we both have friends in the cross country team. Uh, they have a meet this Saturday at North Lake Park at 7.30 a.m. North Lake Park is in Denton. Um, what is, I know cross country, maybe it's hard to get to the meet because they're early in the morning um, or they're really far away. But what is one thing you like about cross country? Honestly, one, the th- one thing that you will get with the cross country team that you will get with no other team on this campus is a sense of community. Everybody on the cross country team is so night tight knit and they're so close in terms of a family. I think that's the only place you'll get that on campus. I feel like there's something about waking up at 6 a.m. and seeing the same people every single day that just brings you together. And that sense is something you can't get anywhere else. And I know every year that at least Kel and I have been in high school, there's been something that has kind of taken its own name as the cross country squad where during season, all of the cross-country kids just hang out with each other, like in school and out of school. And that sense of community within the team, like Kellen mentioned, is really something that all the other athletes uh, envy. Especially because they're, and I wouldn't say self-label, but I label them as the hardest working team on the hill. They are always running. Coach Yaffe's got them going all the time during practice, whether it's four-mile repeats, um, whether it's sprints. They're always, always going. And uh, obviously girls won SBC two years ago. Um, so I think it's another big year for them. So moving to Kellen's sport, uh, volleyball. Tell me a little bit about volleyball, Kellen. Um, the volleyball team, we had a, we have only played one game so far. On the very first day of school, we had a tough loss to Trinity Valley 3-0. But if I'm not mistaken, is that the, the only other, not the only other FC team, but is that is your biggest competition in, if you want to compete for the North Zone um, SBC? Right now, Trinity Valley and St. Mark's are looking as very strong opponents. St. Mark's has yet to play a game yet, but they, we are their first matchup coming up next Wednesday. So that'll be a, a very exciting matchup. This year, we have some, we have a lot of strong players returning as well as a lot of strong improvement from players within our squad. So I think it should be an exciting season as we look into the future and we get more deep into our season. So I don't play volleyball. So you kind of got to tell me, what makes a team good? Like, what makes a team stand out? So you say Trinity Valley and St. Mark's are really tough opponents. What makes them different than any of the other teams in SBC? One thing that makes volleyball different from any other sport is that one player can't carry a team. In order cannot, to, cannot carry a team. One player cannot carry a team. To, in order to be successful on the court, you need to have six people who are all on the exact same page at the exact same time. And I think those teams have been able to build a group of people who are who might not be the most athletic or the strongest players, but the fact that they are all on the same page and they work so well and they have such strong chemistry is what makes them such strong teams and what makes them so difficult to be in the game. So I'm gonna do a little self promotion here. Uh, I am currently a co head of the Hornets Nest, which if you haven't if you haven't checked it out, it is our uh, Green Hill at the Hornets Nest on Instagram. It is our uh, everything Green Hill Athletics. We post um, accomplishments, game times, everything. Um, I got the chance to go watch that game against Trinity Valley, and I don't know the most about 
volleyball. But it just seems like that team had such a, a good gel together. And does that do you see volleyball every four years? Teams maybe get worse because you, of like you said, you need that kind of gel. Or is, can you reload with new guys every year? You can reload with new guys, and I feel there are some positions on the court that can make a huge difference. I know specifically we got a new freshman, Francis, who is standing at six ten. And on the very first day when Francis came in, he had a he was struggling a lot with just picking up the sport because volleyball is something that is very challenging to pick up, especially at the varsity level, being thrown in at such a fast pace. Yeah, it's very it's very like positional, very positional. But over time, Francis has been able to work with our wonderful coach, Coach Grosso, and he's been able to to transform him as a player and as an individual within the game. And so I think coming up in these next few games, he'll be looking to have a huge impact. So obviously, Francis is one of our basketball commits, or not commits, one of our basketball recruits that has came in this year with Lee Dort, who came last year, Noah Shelby, who came last year, uh, Micah Robinson, I believe his name is, uh, a sophomore coming in this year, and Francis, who uh, is coming in this year as a freshman. Um, four very talented players. Francis, obviously, moving up from the volleyball court to help our volleyball team out. Um, how different is it to have someone who has um, NBA lottery pick potential or maybe seems like even a celebrity on campus now um, on the team? Um, you know, I feel like whenever you see people like that, you get a predetermined idea of how they are as individuals. But one thing I can say about Francis after being in practice and in workout with him is he is one of the most genuinely nice people you will meet on this campus. One of the most down earth to people you will ever get to talk to. I feel like, and that's something that's super important in volleyball because positivity is a huge part of the game as volleyball has a massive mental side to it. Regardless of the physical, if you don't believe you can do something, then it's not gonna happen. And I feel like Francis has really helped that with us as a team who have played for so long, but that's an area we've been lacking in. And that's something that he's been able to come in and fill that role as someone who's super positive and just brings a great energy to the team and the surroundings. So obviously another newcomer, Kaysa Weatherill, did play football, got hurt, was unable to play football anymore and took his try at volleyball. How is, obviously you've been friends with Kaysa since you were in kindergarten, first grade. How is him being on the team as a newcomer that you've known forever? How have you coached him? How has he gotten better? How has he improved and how has he helped the team? Kaysa Weatherill has taken volleyball in the palms of his hands and made it his sport. Kaysen has improved like no other player I've ever seen in the sport. From the very first game of the season. And he came out, he came out, he wasn't, was he a summer athlete or did he come out in the fall? No, he came out straight in the fall. Oh. So he only probably had, I want to say two weeks before that first game. And we put Kaysen in and Kaysen was game ready. Kaysen was blocking hitting like no other player on the I, court. I got, I got him on the Hornets nest yeah. getting a kill. And I was, I, so I'm, I'm a football player, as you've known earlier in the, uh, in the podcast, but Kaysen was one of our best football players as a freshman. He was a, he was a star player as a freshman, unfortunately towards labrum. And he goes to the volleyball and just becomes another star. Kaysen is one of the most athletic players on our campus. Again, with the theme with all these great athletes, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. One of the nicest guys you and will ever meet. And he's really fun to watch playing volleyball, and I'm sure that helps the team out a ton. Especially with, you can't teach size, so having those guys like Francis and Kaysen definitely helps. Yes, most definitely. In uh, girls volleyball, obviously, I'm not a volleyball player, and you probably have a little bit more insight. Um, what, what is something they need to do this year to be successful? Well, this year the girls volleyball team is 
ran by captain by senior captains Micah Finley, Alex Little, and Tatum Sims. And this year, they're going to really look to work with Coach Diver on being able to put the right pieces in place in order to be successful. I know they have a lot of matchups over the course of the season, so they're constantly competing. This weekend, or today and tomorrow, they are currently competing in a tournament. And we actually have news. they did. I think they did win their first game in the tournament. The first and the second. Currently, they are competing in their third game, which should be their most challenging of today against Liberty. But hopefully, they will be able to pull out a win. But this year, they are looking very strong. Currently scheduled, the girls' volleyball team has 37 games. Which is nuts. I mean, I play baseball, and we had, we had similar numbers, but I feel like volleyball just is a lot more physically taxing oh, than no. that. And especially because especially you're playing every day, and you're practicing with these same people, you still have to keep a tight knit with those people, even though you have to see them every day. And it, it can get annoying, though, seeing no, them as much as you do. No, I can understand. Well, that's a huge difference compared to the boys, because we only have 12 games. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, so that's a very large difference. But they're also using, they're also getting the very great assistance of incoming freshman Zoe Malveau. She has been very strong in game and also been able to bring the team together, being such a young talent and a spark of energy, maybe that the volleyball team needed going into the season. And another thing, like I said, you can't cheat size. We've had, we've had a lot of girls in the past, um, like, uh, Shola Manage, Meredith Roberts, Natalie Neiman, who have been taller girls who are able to take advantage of the lower net. Um, and really, like Micah the other day when they were playing Great Bond Faith was extremely dominant in the middle. She was spiking the ball back over on the first try. She was blocking all their spikes. And Great Bond Faith wasn't the strongest team. But Micah did show that she has, she has game takeover potential at that middle position. Would you agree? Yes, most definitely. I know... Zoe playing up a year. She has also been able to compete at nationals and has already, as a freshman, been receiving a lot of contact from many D1 coaches and programs. So it will be very exciting to see her progress as a player and as an individual and see what she is able to do in the future. So you've been involved in the college recruitment process. They cannot have like official contact with the players until what date? It's their junior year, correct? Yes, until September 1st of their junior year. So there's that, no official no official between contact between coaches and players. But, but what does that look like when it's unofficial? Well, when it's unofficial, coaches are able to reach out to your coach if they've seen something, or they're also in some situations able to reach out to a parent of you expressing interest and showing that they notice what work you are putting in and notice the talent you currently have as a player expressing so they'll know in the future that they could possibly be interested in you. But they can't have like direct, they can't DM you on Instagram. No DMs, no texts, no phone calls, nothing of that sort, no. And speaking of D1 commits and D3 commits, and just college recruitment process in general. Um, we, our field hockey team is loaded this year. We've got Louis Fieber committed to play at Middlebury. Caroline Boss committed to play at Swarthmore. Aaron Reynolds not committed for field hockey, but committed to play soccer at Center Academy College? College. Center College, sorry. Um, and they, I've, you know, I, unfortunately, because I've been playing football and Kellen's been playing volleyball, we haven't seen the amount of field hockey games we probably should. And this year, running the Hornets' Nest and having a little bit more free time and flexibility with my senior schedule, I've been able to go see some of these field hockey games, and it's such a unique sport. Um, it's like lacrosse, soccer, hockey all together, 
And I, I've really enjoyed le- learning the rules. And um, seniors, uh, Claudia Harris and Megan uh, Zlocki have really made it exciting for me. I mean, the time I went to go watch them, uh, Megan scored three goals. Claudia had a goal and four assists. So um, it's definitely something that I'm enjoying to look for, look, and looking forward to seeing, especially uh, if they do have a bid uh, to go to SBC and maybe play in a championship game, which is it's looking like it, um, having a close game with Hockaday, um, which has always been a tough opponent for us. They're very good at those field sports like lacrosse and field hockey. Um, so I, I'm really excited to go watch them play. Um, what is your perspective on field hockey? Obviously, being another fall sport athlete and maybe not seeing them play as much, um, what is your view of field hockey? Um, you know, over my high school experience, I haven't been able to make it to many field hockey games like you say, but something I have noticed is that whenever I hear from my friends who are in field hockey, nothing besides joy and happiness they can express to me is what they get from that sport. So hopefully in the future, I'll be able to make it to more games this season, but I know our schedule for volleyball is about to ramp up. But I cannot express more how happy and how much fun the girls on the field hockey team make it out to be. Um, yeah, and obviously it's our senior year, so we have to get out there and support our friends and just get one more experience. Uh, also senior year, it's our last year. What are you looking forward to this year? You said the student section. Um, what are you looking forward to this year? Maybe not in, just in the fall, but what are you looking forward to this year? Oh, most definitely soccer season. Soccer season will be rolling out with roughly 14 to 15 seniors. I know players who have played in Green Hill and been here since around first grade. So for our last run on Brinkman Field, our last chance at SBC, I know already talking with Coach Krause, he has scheduled numerous challenging games to prepare us for that SPC competition. And hopefully we can make something happen that has not been able to happen in the past 10 plus years. I think that'll be super exciting. And that is something I'm most definitely looking forward to this senior year. Yeah, I mean, just being in the same grade as you guys, I know what's at stake for you guys. You guys have been one of the more talented groups, or at least grade levels to roll through high school, maybe in the last 15, 20 years. And it really is exciting to watch y'all play. So I hope you guys can put the pieces together and get it rolling this year and hopefully bring home an S- uh, SBC championship. Uh, where Do you know where SBC this, is this year for the winter? Uh, no, I do not. And so th- okay, so two years ago it was in Dallas. The, there was no winter SBC this year. So do you think it will be in Houston? Possibly Houston. If not, then possibly Fort Worth. So it's, either, it's going to be away. So, it's, I mean, those away ones are always more fun when you get to go to the hotel and spend time with your team. Yeah. Personally, I'm... I'm debating whether to join the soccer team as uh, a reserve goalkeeper or not. That will keep you posted on the podcast. Uh, but obviously, I see that it's so much fun and that I wanted to get in somehow any way I can. Um, but I personally am looking forward to uh, my, favorite, my favorite time of year. Um, always one of the best days on campus is when we have our winter horn at night, when the basketball team plays at home, when the soccer team plays at home. Um, it really is just great energy. And obviously with our basketball team this year, looking like a college team, it's going to be interesting every day. We've got multiple six, five plus players out there. Um, soccer's got a ton of loaded seniors, got a great core group of kids. I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited for baseball season. I mean, we did lose. I mean, it's going to be like if we lost those seniors for soccer, but for baseball, um, we're going to lose a lot of seniors, but I'm excited this year, uh, step up as a senior, maybe take a leadership role and uh, help these young guys uh, and try to win some games. Um, 
But you know what? Senior year, uh, wouldn't want to start with anyone else, Kellen, and I'm really excited. Um, you can find us, uh, the 4141, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on Twitter at 4141podcast. This has been Bennett Broadus and Kellen Small signing out for another 4141. See you guys next week. Thank you.